It's Monday, February 1st, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today's episode, we talk midnight ski. I reminisce about my days working at the mall. How much is too much for a burger and fries? Plus, The Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. And it all starts now. Nope. Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I yeah. doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the... <laughs> Fuck some comedy <laughs> hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the yeah, meaning completely, doesn't it? Dazing, <laughs> Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Morning, mine Monday, Feb first, first day of February, 2021. Broadcasting to you from an undisclosed location deep inside the New Brunswick bush. How you doing, Hugh and Ewan? I'm your host, Julian Dion. This is my co-host, Jen Grant, over there. I wonder if the good morning camera moved a little bit. You're a little out of the shot. Can you lean towards me a little tiny bit? Only if it's comfortable. There, yeah. There. I don't mind. There's center. I'm very flexible. Jen Grant, we're live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter Live, and Daily Motion. Good morning. I'm agreeable. I am flexible. And gosh darn it. People love me. Love. 
Is it love or like? I don't know. I mean, people love you, but was the Stuart Small? Was it? What was it? Stuart Smalley? No. You know what? I've got Google at my fingertips. There we go. Let's take it down a notch. We're in the woods, two days away from our quarantine ending. Fourteen days flew by. I feel like you would beg to differ, but I loved it. It's been Let nice. Let those shoulders loose. It's been nice. Sh- loose shoulders, Jen Grant. There she is. Sigida. Oh, adding a little hand motion in there. That's right. Uh, yeah, you know what What the issue is with uh, self-isolating for 14 days like this? I don't want to go back to regular life. I know. It's kind of like in Yellowstone when they're at summer camp. Gonna I'm not going to give a spoiler, but and they're like, Why can't we let's be regular life? I ask myself that question every day. Every day. I, that, I used Kevin Costner's voice for both in the dialogue there, but it was the grandson. Any hoozle? Yeah, it's been a great schedule. Schedule. I can't figure out. I think maybe my diet is making me tired. Yeah. So, so I had a big brekkie just before going on. I had waffle, waffle, like two waffles with uh, cheese, onion, ham, avocado, and egg on top. And maple syrup? Nope. Okay. I did the other day, then I re- remembered I don't eat sugar. Maple syrup. Well, you know, you know, you know. But, no, I didn't want to, and it was savory. It was good, it's yeah. delicious. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, the syrup is good for for the wetness, but it was delicious. But I could sleep right now after eating that. Yeah. And I uh, had ten hours of sleep. Sleep. Wow. <laughs> I feel like uh, the carbs mixed with the high fat is a uh, sure bet. Oh. Exhaustion. I could just curl up right now, and this little heater is going to beat the pen. It's all cozy. Pen. Yeah. Stuart Smalley, do you want to hear it? Yes. There's a voiceover that starts the sketch. I deserve good things. I am entitled to my share of happiness. I refuse to beat myself up. I am an attractive person. I am fun to be with. And then the announcer says, Daily Affirmations with Stuart Smalley. Um, and then he says, Hello, I'm Stuart Smalley. Wait, I want to wow, find the Wow, is there no part. way to get that part? Yeah, Just, I'm going to. You're like, the director's notes. You're like, cut to, <laughs> mirror. I know. Actor back to the f- camera, reflection, looks himself, overheard. Mm. Oh, I don't want to do that laugh anymore. <laughs> <I forgot. laughs> <Just. laughs> now you're changing it. You're like, <laughs> no. <sighs> oh, I'm. it says here... I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. You're yeah, right. There it is. Doggone it. Doggone it. I want to meet someone who uses doggone it. Thank you. Like, the audience is their, applauding me being right. In their life. Because it doesn't yeah, happen yeah, often. Yeah, I you. Okay. We're going to move on. <laughs> doggone it. Well, it's, the, it's like cheese and rice. It's the uh, PG version of... For God's sakes... God sakes, God dang it, no, God damn it. Doggone it, oh yeah. Doggone it. <clears throat> I didn't use that in vain just now, by the way. No letters. Anyway. Neither did I. <laughs> no letters. It was just for the sake, anyway, whatever. Yeah. What was good. I going to say? The 14, oh yeah, 14 days is up. 
<laughs> the 14. Almost tomorrow at 6:30 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. It'll be 14 days. What time? 6:30. That's when we crossed the border. And uh, I'm excited, but it's been fun. I I actually oh I said this on the podcast the other day, and I did it. I went for a midnight ski. Yeah. Two. I was gonna say you back went for to two. back. Mm-hmm. Might You're go crazy. back tonight. Who knows? You're crazy. The night after the wolf moon, or the night of the wolf moon, I went. Wolf moon. Yeah, it was called the wolf moon. The oh, I didn't, I didn't know. know Me neither. I just saw it on social social media the next day. On that night, I went out in the woods, and it was so bright out. Clear sky. Magical? Full moon. It was unbelievable. Took the family dog, Penny, out. Cute uh, Penny. She was like, woohoo, walks at night. What's going on today? It was literally midnight. And remember, we watched a few episodes of Yellow... We watched like four episodes of Yellowstone in a row. Even though... And then you chirped me. You're like, how's that ski coming along? Because you said on the podcast, <laughs> you're like, I know you and, and I can't imagine you doing it. Because it's true, by 8 p.m. I'm usually donezo. But it was just before midnight. And then I went out, took the, took, took, took the dogs out for a quick pish. Ugh, that pish. And, <laughs> and it was so bright out and crisp. I'm like, I have to. I threw on the ski boots, went cross-country skiing. Did about 4K, something like that. And it was uh, great. It was, I had anxiety at times, I have to admit. Well, yeah. Because there's a main trail on the land here. There's a main trail that goes up and down that you could drive a car. I mean, it's uh, it's big enough, wide enough, and doggone it. <laughs> People like it. You could drive up and down, no problem. But I take uh, a hook a left and go into the deep bush on the old trail it's all like overgrown and it's an old, really old trail and uh, it's been there my whole life. So it's even scarier. Yeah, because I figured like if anything happens on the main trail, I can call, okay, I'm up the road, you zip up in your car within minutes. But as soon as I turned left and went in the deep bush, and you can really see like through the trees, the moon was coming out. I sh- took some pictures, I should share it on the on the thing. But, yeah, they're uh, pretty. As soon as I started in the deep bush off the beaten path, I'm like, okay, my heart was like racing. I'm like, this is, this is it at this point. There's no even if if something were to happen and I call, you'd need like an ATV or a skidoo to get to me. And then my heart's racing. The dog is with me. I'm and we don't through. have one. Yeah, exactly. Like so, I'd be SOL, as they say. And so I'm there skiing and. It does a big loop, and it comes on the main trail further up, and then I take the main trail all the way down, which is easy peasy, but while I'm in there in the deep bush, I'm in there for like 20, 25 minutes, and I'm like, there's no turning back. Actually, at one point, you go, I told myself, if I turn back now, it's fine, but any further, it's easier to just continue through, and you're way out there, and I'm like, and then I started, I swear to God, I heard a, a coyote of way off in the distance. And, What'd you uh, hear? Like a howl. Mm, that's terrifying. It was. And then I was like, I was really booking it. And I was sweating. And I couldn't wait to get back out on the main trails. I'm in this deep bush. And I'm like, whew, skiing. And the dog is with me. And then my boot got untied. And I'm tying my boot. And I can hear like, boom, 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 on the snow. Because it's like hard snow with a, that kind of sinks. But. You could kind of walk boom, boom, boom on it. Then I realized it was my heart. 
I was like <laughs> panicking. But I, I wanted to continue because I'm like, there's nothing really to be scared of. Even coyotes, they would never, especially with a dog around, they'd never come close. I wouldn't even see them. They would see me, but I would so never. So are you saying there's no difference between walking through there in the daytime um, versus the night, except for the just the light factor? Yeah. So it's all in my head. Because we, we walk all the time when it's light out. Well, not in that tr- trail. We take the you take the main path up. And you down. do though. You usually yeah. take that trail. Maybe yeah, there's I no, don't. There's but. no difference. The th- only difference is the nighttime and the four episodes of Yellowstone back to back that are bouncing around in my head, <laughs> <laughs> which is nothing but angst. Yeah, that's what they call it. Should call it angststone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, remember we tried said we should only watch one a day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, whoops. Here, I'll try to... Oh, yeah, that's way better. Okay. Remember when we... <laughs> and so then my other boot got untied, but I would stop every so often to just kind of listen. Anyway, then got out on the main road and, and came down. The next night I went, and it was basically storming out. Snowing, wind. Which is pretty, but you can't see as well. Not as well. I brought a headlamp this time in case I needed it. I didn't end up using it, but... Well, you quote-unquote needed it, but you didn't want it. Yeah, I just felt it was better just to be within the elements. and <laughs> So, same thing. I leave the cottage, and this time I brought both dogs. I brought Penny and Gordy, our dog, and then I leave. And Left like, me alone heart, after watching Yellowstone. You insisted, terrified. by the way. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I know, but you insisted. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is entrapment. I don't know. And so... Well, I'm trying to be tough, too. Yeah, you're indoors and can lock stuff. I'm out there. Oh, I think if we've... S- any horror movie, I don't think it would matter if I locked doors or not. If I, if someone was going to kill me, they're going to kill me. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's me cashing in on your life insurance policy. Ah. Oh. <laughs> it was an accident. It hit the button. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Are you mad at me today? You seem off. You're not your regular self. Well, I... Anyway. So then the second night, it was really snowing, and I couldn't see that well, and I went again the deep bush, took the... And Penny, their family chocolate lab, who's 10 years old, is kind of always around. She's always behind me or in front of me or right next to me. She's always just there. I stop, she stops, looks up at me. But Gordy just runs off. And at one point, again, this coyote scenario... Yeah, and this coyote scenario is bouncing around my head. I'm like booking it because I'm off the beat. I'm in the deep bush again, and I'm booking it until I get out on the main road. And Gordy, he just like, he'll be like 50 yards ahead, and he just does this S pattern. So he'll go in the bush on the left-hand side, then he comes out like 50 yards ahead of you, and goes in on the right, and he just does that the whole time, just scanning. And But one time he popped up right beside me, came out of the bush, freaked out. Terrifying. Yeah, I'm not getting anything from you today. It's it's it's. I feel alone on this podcast. I feel it's like drawing blood from a rock. Is that the expression? Stone. Stone. The rock has there a lot I, of blood. He's huge. I gave you that. Yeah, thank you. But I'm telling the story. You're so quiet, and you're like, yeah. Actually, I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt. I wanted you to finish your story. That was it. So I went uh, two nights. Midnight ski. Let us know in the comments. Jen is in uh, doing on comment duty. If you would do such duty. a thing, yeah, please let us know. 
Yeah. Let us know. Let so, us know. So tomorrow, basically tomorrow night, we're done our quarantine. Yep. Six thirty. Can't do you want wait. To, do you want to, the thing is once you're done your quarantine there's nothing really to do cuz it's still it's still a red zone here. And they're calling for a snowstorm. So we're going to be um quarantine by nature. Volunteer quarantine. Involuntary. This oh. is what? Huh? Huh? Volunteering. Voluntarily quarantining. If we're right. stuck here in the snow? Yeah, right now we're we're have to be here so it's Involuntary. Right. Both <laughs> would be involuntary, wouldn't it? Yeah. But you could still, you could go out if you wanted could. to. Could. I wonder how bad the storm's going to be tomorrow. You know what? There's worse places to have to be hibernating. There, yeah, this is the isolating. best. I honestly do not want to go back to regular life. And, uh, I mean, cozy. all we do is just watch stuff, read stuff, cook stuff. Go outside. Yep. Make fires. We're almost done Yellowstone. We've we're midway we're ready for through. retirement. Oh, big time. Retirement is uh, very uh, it suits us well. Yep. If people were to see us right now, they'd say, "Well, they can, I guess." But I've been planning the wedding a little bit. Yeah. You've been doing that. You we're too, almost... eh? You too. You've been really busy doing that. Yeah. No, but that is your job. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, but it is. It's not fun for me planning the wedding. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> is that why you're mad at me? I'm no. not doing enough? No. It's the bride's thing. It's your day. All right. We're almost done Yellowstone. Great show. And I, I thought of the concept of finishing shows. Eventually, there's going to be so many shows that you'll... you Because now when a show finishes, it takes about a year for the next episode or next season because each episode is like a mini movie. It's like mm-hmm. an hour-long movie. It's true. The production that goes into it, it's crazy. TV now has evolved to the point where yeah. it's these hour-long feature films. Mm-hmm. And so you finish a season and literally a year, sometimes more, goes between seasons and you have to kind of, what was happening? I don't remember. And But I think as you watch, you get into so many shows, eventually we'll... Because mm-hmm. what are the shows we're waiting on? We're uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah. See, you forget... Yeah. Better Call Saul, Ozark. Oh, yeah. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yep. Is that it? Wentworth, just Went- finished that. Yep. We're waiting another year. No, there's got to be more. Yellowstone. Well, not yet. But yeah, but we're we about will to be, be. finished. I mean, we still have to wait a year. We're not going to spread out the last three episodes over the next year. Well, and we have to finish it before um, we're not in quarantine anymore. That's true. Probably finish it tonight, let's be honest. We have three more episodes, that's it. Orange is a new black? Meh. Yeah, you're off it, but I'm into it, and you st- I still have to wait. I'll watch it. It's but... still a year in between. I know, you don't even remember what's happening. Yeah. You have to kind of... And the recaps, you're like, uh, you almost have to watch the last episode how of long, the season. How long do we have to wait for the next episode or next season of Downton Abbey? Yeah, that's never I happening, wish. unfortunately. Unfortunate. Oh, we we watched um, what's that one that we didn't think we were gonna like? Bridgerton. Right. Found I out. I always forget that name. Read that uh, it's the biggest series ever on Netflix. Crazy. I'm not that into it. Still, three I episodes like it. in. Yeah, you're in. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is the biggest series ever. But it's it's great. It's like 
I don't know. It's bright colors. It's of a time. Gone. I like it. I don't uh, you know it's, why I think it's popular? Because it's positive-ish. Yeah, there's nothing really like, crazy happening. It's colorful. It's positive. It's, I don't know. It's it's just comforting or something. Yeah. Maybe you'll like it soon. Maybe. Maybe I'm it's giving more, it a chance. Do you think it's, it's more the, for women? Well, if it was, it wouldn't be the biggest series on Netflix ever. Yeah, let us know. It's, I mean, that's a real generalized blanket. Is it just for women? But I'm wondering, because I was watching it last night thinking... Well, you just said, do you think it's just for women? Yeah, I know. I'm saying I, that's oh. a blanket thing that I just said. That's but even kind if, of, if it was, it wouldn't be the biggest show. Like, yeah, right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Everybody, seemed, everybody has to watch it for it to be the biggest series ever on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, there's sex scenes in it and nudity. Apparently, it's going to get... I think there's more nudity. Apparently, there's quite a bit coming up. Well, bring it on. They should put that in the first episode. First scene. Neuterton. Yeah, Neuterton. Nakedton. That sounds like a town of just <laughs> neutered dogs. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know what the whole hype is. I mean, Downton Abbey, which is also like a... It happens... But, I mean, the those shows are 100 years older, apart. And then it's an older show. Yeah. Like Bridgerton... Bridgerton... Bridgerton happens in the early 1800s and Downton is like 1920. And it seems like the reverse. Like that Downton is older? Yeah. Like it happens, yeah. Or, but it's 100 or years it apart. seems around the same time. No, but it's not, it's 100 years. Like Bridgerton doesn't seem older at all. Well, to there's me. a lot less, there's no electricity at all. Hmm. They use candles. There's no cars. Oh, that's true. They have that plume to write with. Yep. That's true. And uh, like in, in Downton, they have cars and there's electricity. <laughs> Although they address that it's like new, but... You know what I feel like our vibe is today? Lame? And it's kind of funny a little bit. It kind of reminds me of the uh, sweaty balls I know. ladies. It's so like... <laughs> it's like totally like CBC. Like I say something and there's like such a pause before you chime in. Uh, like in between, I don't think it's all about me. These pregnant pauses. No, just in between dialogue. You say something, I'm like, yes. <laughs> I know. You know what I think it is? What? I think it's I'm going to try to cut the pauses. I think it's the classic yeah. Monday. Hey, now you're talking over. Hashtag Monday vibes. Are my right, everybody? Are my right. All right. We're back. No, this but is I the think morning it's, zoo. I think it's... Oh, break that oh, glass. And Can you stop, <laughs> please? I'm going to take my earphones off. Headphones, whatever. But I think it's from having a relaxing weekend of not doing anything. In the country, in this chalet, only you and I, barely talking. It's lame. Today's episode is, well, whatever. I don't like think when so. I was talking you about know, skiing in the woods, I'm like, what am I doing? Is this the show? <laughs> and you're not doing anything. I'm like, so I went in the night and skied you know what by it is? moonlight. You know what it is, I think? What? What? I think one of the things that I find works really well is when I don't know the story. Like, I already knew the story. I know I should fake it, but I've already heard that story. Yeah, you're a performer. What what, what is this all of a sudden? I know this already. I'm just going to check out. Yeah, get into it. Fake it. You're a performer. That's what you do. I know, I know. But I'm feeling kind of like sleepy and after the weekend. I don't know. I'm trying to snap out of it. But you you are also the same. No, I know, but... Okay. I don't if I if you say something I didn't I already know I'm not like mm, all right I'll check back in in a minute here. Yeah, I get done. it. 
Yes. Maybe you've been doing comedy too long. What do you mean? While you're resting on your laurels, you're kind of where I'm still at this stage, the game hungrier. Ew. <laughs> I'll never let that go. From last week's episode, one of the episodes. Yeah, anyway, what do I now, got on my notes? But so now here, you're here taking it and twisting TV it. TV series when you're apart, midnight ski. Oh, yeah, I had a dream. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I dreamt, and it was so vivid. My dreams on this HCF is crazy. And I was working at the mall again, at the kiosk. I worked at the mall at this um, Bell <laughs> Mobility kiosk. Fond, fond memories. If you're of the age where it's not weird for you to work at the mall, I suggest you go get a job. Because <laughs> I woke up thinking, would it be weird if I went back and found a little job at the mall? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the would best. Would it be weird? Because <laughs> there's something about... Tell me why you like it. Well, so so I worked just to fill in the listeners. I worked at a Bell Mobility kiosk before it was Bell out here in New Brunswick. It was Alliant. Like one of those places where you walk by and they're selling cell phone cell deals? Yes. Like, and you could actually really make a lot of money. I was 19, 18, 19 years old making like 40 grand a year, which at that time was great. Oh, yeah. And uh, With no expenses? What do you mean? Well, how old were you? Yeah, 18. I lived at home. Yeah, exactly. Bought my first car. You have no expenses when you're 18. You live at home. You have nothing to have to pay for. It was great. That's like making, wouldn't you Two think? Two mil. That, well, no, but it's a lot. Yeah, like, probably like 65 grand now. Yeah. Or something pretty expensive. Anyway, the point is, there was just something about working in the mall. The hours are great. 11 to 9. 11 to <laughs> it 9 sounds is like the most. You're recruiting for Champlain Place right now or something. <laughs> it's 11 to 9 that it's open. So you go in at the most 10 a.m. to open up an hour before. And it closes at 9. You're out of there by 9.20 at the latest. Great hours. <laughs> Could sleep in at 18, you know. Go to the mall. You're at the mall all day. So, and especially if you live in a then small you see town your friends in Moncton, stuff, right? yeah, everybody in Moncton, Champlain Place is the only <laughs> really mall. Back then, there was Highfield Square, but there was nothing there. It was dead. Now that place is demolished. It doesn't even exist. There's a big convention arena there. But back then, Champlain Place was the place. So you would see everybody. Everybody you knew goes to the mall to shop. There's no like now. There's Trinity Drive and stuff, mm-hmm. but there, there's none of that. It's just Champlain Place. The it was place the place to, to be. It was. The house that Style built, they called it. Hmm? Yeah, that was their slogan. Actually? Yeah. <laughs> that was back in the heyday of Sears. Sears, everything, you name it. American Eagle. It was great. And the thing is, so you see everybody. American but on, Eagle. on top of that, you, I realized well, I woke up because it was like it was the same staff as back in the day. My brother-in-law, Matt, this girl, Julie, I worked with it. it and I was working a shift with Julie. I was trying to find out. And I was like, nothing had changed. But I had. I was like, wow, it's been like 16, 18 <laughs> years. And she's like, could you do this activation? They want a cell phone plan where you call. You can call in to Africa. And I'm like, okay. And I didn't remember shit. But <laughs> I realized I, I miss, miss uh, working with people. Yeah. You know, I we know work you alone. Mean. We're comics. We work at home. I mean, we it's do so this. It's so true. I miss staff. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. It was so fun on weekends that you get together and we yeah. right we'd cross the street at Crystal Palace and go watch a movie, some staff, like a late show, bunch of people. Pete would yeah. come a few times, like some friends. It was just great. And so not only just here's the thing with the mall job. You have your your staff, your employees, that's great. 
because we had the kiosk in another location that is like an actual store, and so we like interchanged. It was just great. And but you also have the employees from the other stores, so yeah. there's this whole little community of people. And again, you have to be of age. It would be weird now as a grown man to be working at the mall, but you know, at 18, oh, it's the best. Some of the fondest memories of I my know. life. And then what you do? Uh, so I would I would show up if I was opening. I would show up. Let's say the mall opens at 11. Show up at like 10 or whatever. Do some opening duties. Very simple stuff. And AW was always open before everything else because of mall walkers. Mm. For the mall walkers, I think the mall. Oh, AW's been there since that. Yeah, oh, it's been there okay. forever. And so the uh, mall walkers. So you go get a breakfast sandwich. Yes, nothing else was open in the food court. So you do the opening duties. You'd see the mall walkers like. And that's <laughs> something comforting about that. I know, and then you're the, in just this, seeing old people walk. I don't know. I There's know. something nice about you're that. Eating a breakfast sandy it's in so the food wholesome. court. It's so wholesome. It's so wholesome. It's so great. I just bought my Mazda Protégé 5, oh. brand new car, parked outside. You must have been <laughs> on top of the world. I was. And I think back of that, and I, it's it's been downhill ever since. Hey. You know how some people peaked in high school? I peaked at the mall. Hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. I peaked at the mall. Uh, no, but some of, honestly, my best memory. I actually woke, this is how vivid the dream was and how it evoked those feelings, those memories. I woke up actually thinking, could I get a little part-time job at the mall? <laughs> Just selling, you know, something. And, uh, but yeah, the community of people. And then your lunch break, well, you have all of the f- restaurants to choose from in the food court. Did you get a discount because you worked in the mall? I can't remember that. Maybe. I used to work in a mall too, and I would go to get like, I don't remember any no, discount though. There was no discount, but th- I did get a discount because I don't know if you remember this, the teen card. Or if this was just a thing for the mall, mall of Champlain. Or maybe place. just Moncton? Or yeah, you could get a teen card. Oh, like a student card? You get a discount for yeah, you show, a student? You, yeah, you, if you're a student, you can have the teen card. And I had a teen card. I gave you like 10% off or something. Ugh, I peaked the mall. <laughs> really? You know what? I know what you mean. Because when I've had jobs like that, and I look back at that time in my life, it's an exciting time and you don't realize how how good you got it you know how like when you're that age and adults that are older than you are always telling you enjoy this time yeah because it's really fun and you don't because you don't know the difference (sighs) and it's not like life is shitting now no no i I think like our life is really good but it's it's more it comes with more stresses and i think the one thing that we can learn from your story is to simplify life and that's what this whole pandemic is teaching you too right and also um maybe you and i should just go get a job at the mall i honestly Let's move here and get a job at Champlain Place. It wouldn't be weird if we had a manager's position at like American Eagle or something, would it? Yeah, but then the stress, right? You don't want stress. Just get a job somewhere. I was the thing too. I was good at that job. I was selling cell phones and extended warranties. Yeah, and that like feels I was making good, right? My, yeah, I was yeah. good at my job. I liked the people I worked with. I loved working you had at no the stress. mall. No I had stress. a new car. No stress. Living at home. I mean, what the hell? Now yeah. comedy. I mean. You yeah. think you're good one day, the next day you're like, I'm a sham, this And sucks. then am I doing enough in yeah, my career? you're so and... full of cynicism and competition and it's cutthroat and people want to see you fail and they laugh and love when they see you fail. It's like... Who? <laughs> 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 they don't laugh. I, I, mean, I mean, they love... People in comedy love when you fail. You think? Absolutely. Well, I do when others fail, so I, I imagine others you feel this way. You do not. <laughs> well, no, but it's like... 
when I see a comic bombing or something, I'm like, uh, I don't know. It brings me joy. Does it make you feel better for any time you've bombed? Is that why? I guess. I don't know. You got to explain that one. Otherwise, it sounds raw weird. Raw weird? Raw weird. <laughs> I don't know. I just... It, it, there's uh, there's no sense. I was so positive back then too. Like yeah. sky was the limit. And my future was ahead of me. I know. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. I'm like this. I know. I'm just looking. Uh, but you know, obviously, life is great now. There's oh, just yeah. a lot more involved, and and showbiz is such a son of a bitch. Yeah, it's true. It's just hard. I Should mean, we it's, quit it? No. Uh, that's another thing. I, so I got up. Okay, woke up, went in the shower, do my ice shower ritual, and all that. And I was thinking, like, you know, I was jo- like not actually thinking of getting a job at the mall, but I was like, oh my god, I am in show business forever now. I have to. No, you don't. What else can I do? Oh, be a surgeon? <laughs> no, I know, but it's like it's 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 all there. All this work, fourteen years, which is nothing compared to twenty. But. I, I was just in the shower thinking, well, I'm in this now forever, like 14 years. I'm not going to quit. I could never. I could never quit. Because then if I quit, then five years after quitting, I'd be like, what would have happened had I kept going for five more years? Like, what do you mean? What would happen? In what Where way? would I be? Like, how far ahead? What else? What opportunities may have, uh, I have, may have I had landed? Mm. Or, you know. What would I, I? I don't think I could ever quit. Not because I can't. You can, of course. You have choices. You can find something else. Yeah, to. of course. But I don't think I could live with myself. I think you should go to the uh, cell phone kiosk because there's still one in the Champlain and present your resume. And they'll say, "Oh, I see you have experience here working at the Champlain 2002. Mall." Two thousand two. Yeah. So, <laughs> what have you been doing uh, for the last nineteen years? <laughs> nineteen years. Oh my God! In my dream, I told Julie, the girl I used to work with, I go, "Wow, this has been fifteen plus years." I remember doing the math quickly. Nineteen years. Holy shit! That's weird, eh? And that's the thing, though. Now a job like that pays nothing. Back then, it was early cell phone days. You made really good money with activations and upgrades, like really good money. I remember the display, I can still, it was like flip phones and there's no smartphone really. There were no smartphones. The biggest thing was a color screen when that came out on mm. a flip phone. It was like, whoa, but it was all pixelated, but it was color. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but now those jobs, I don't think pay very well. Mm. But back then it was like the golden age. I remember, I thought about this too this morning, someone had brought over her flip phone <laughs> to charge and it was one of the first camera phones. And you couldn't lock it or anything. And she had pictures in there of everything. You looked? Not me. The other uh, staff there, they're like, oh, shit, look at this. Oh, yeah, I saw like when they showed me, but I didn't Like inappropriate in. ones? Oh, yeah, like everything. Like her body? Yeah, par- parts. <laughs> and uh, I remember, now that would never happen, obviously. You charge your phone, it's locked or whatever, but... Uh, Imagine she came back and saw the, your staff just looking at. Oh, I know it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Photos. I was like, "Oh my, what the hell? Who does that with a flip phone and like, coochie shot? Like everything, like Coochie. vulgar." But man, oh man! I think a lot of people do that. Yeah. A lot. Well, now it's different, but back then it was the first like camera phone on a flip phone. So it, it seemed like, weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You didn't. You didn't. Yeah. 
Uh, peaked at the mall. The Julian Dion story. <laughs> I just have such uh, peaked amazing at the mall. memory. I know what you mean. I, I, I really know what you mean. Even working in restaurants, like you hate it at the time, but I look back on it and I'm like, we had a lot of fun serving. Yeah. With people and going out for drinks, you'd pay, you'd spend a lot of your tips on partying and hanging out with people and the drama and I don't know. There there were some fun serving too, but less innocent. This job, when I think back, was all innocent fun, like, Mm -hmm. and good at the job. And not as nearly as stressful as being in the weeds while serving. Like yeah. while serving, I've been at the computer, angry, crying. Like just That's like true. thinking, okay, it's better. What what happens if I just walk away right now and go home? Like you're That's going true. through that scenario. That job never. I was just it was good, wholesome, fun. You're selling people cell phones. It was during the day. I don't know. It was because I thought of that too. I'm like yeah, serving. You know, staff and stuff. It's all great, but. Mm-hmm. There's a seedy underground to the That's true. S- service industry that you don't have. You know, I didn't have at the mall. That's it was all true. like wholesome and above board. I don't know. It was just all like, yeah. Maybe it's because I was 18 and just didn't think that way. Wasn't corrupted. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was. I know. Uh, to go back to that, eh? <sighs> Man. The um, speaking of phones, Jenny. <laughs> Let's hear it. Hmm. Nah. <laughs> There's a. I saw that a guy has a uh, medical implant and has an iPhone 12, and uh, receive a jolt. So there's a new warning now for for iPhones if you have medical implants to uh, keep your phone at least uh, 30 centimeters away from you at all times. Shut up. Yeah, this guy had a. He still has it. He was hit by a bus in 2003. Yeah. And has this device on his spine that sends like. Um, gentle shock waves up his spine to ease the chronic pain. Oh, wow. It's called the Prodigy MRI. It sends neuromodulation up his spine. Jeez. And with um, never any issues, and you turn it on with a device like this, like just a remote, whatever, and turn it on. Ah, oh, I feel better. Hmm. And he had his phone. So it phone. doesn't happen randomly. You have to make it. Yeah, I guess you can turn it on and off. And but with his phone, he discovered that if it, he had it on him, it would actually turn on the device from the electromagnetic field. Wow! And it actually shocked him one day. He was just like with his his phone was in his pocket, and he felt like he got tased, dropped on the ground, and realized it happened twice. Yikes! Yeah, well, it makes me think what's what's going on in my body. Like, what do you mean? Well, even if I don't have an implant, it still might affect. Well, it's the magnets. It's the, like your electro. Like if I put my phone on my laptop here, the screen goes off because of the magnets in it. So I guess the iPhone 12 has more magnets than any other phone. I guess. And I guess could I say I guess? Yeah, more, but I guess? could magnets hurt us at all? No. Are not you un- sure? Not unless. Yeah. They don't. <gasps> oh my god. At breakfast. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. Not the one. No, yeah. I wanted this one. It's probably what you just did. We just don't have a microphone. Oh, well, actually, I do. Let me turn it up. I have a lav mic in between my butt cheeks. No, don't do it. Please don't. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> and speaking of food courts. Yes. Somebody ate at Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, I think at Heathrow. So not only is it a Gordon Ramsay restaurant, it's in an airport. It's called Plain Food. 
and went to Twitter and complained about a $41 burger and fries. Mm-hmm. Which to me doesn't even sound that crazy. It was 30 pounds. I thought that would be like 60 bucks. I thought it was about no, it was double. 30 pounds. So, Oh, well, the story, I think maybe it was US, $41. 30 pounds to Canadian. To Did you Google 30 pounds to Canadian or? 50 to 55 is. That was the whole bill. In Canadian. So the burger was 15 pounds 50. The fries were 4 pounds 50. And then a, a Coke or whatever. And the bill came to 30 pounds. Which is $52. Yeah, if you were at the at the airport and would have a, it was a short rib burger, like a gourmet fancy. Yeah, at a Gordon Ramsay restaurant, and you had burger, short rib burger with like all the whatever, these uh, gourmet fries and a coke, and it came to fifty two bucks. I wouldn't be that upset by it. I would expect maximum thirty personally. Well, the person took to Twitter. In hopes, I don't know what they were and hoping. And the airport is ridiculous. Well, that's the thing. It's at the airport. And di- why didn't they look at the prices before they got it? That's what I do. Yeah. Well, that's what most humans do. But I don't know. these This person, and they took to Twitter hoping to like get some, a mob of people rallying. But everybody turned on this person. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, that's not that much. You're at an airport and you're at a Gordon Ramsay restaurant. That's true. And, 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 and. That's true. I mean, it's short rib. It's not like... Yeah, you eat, it's not like a classic classic burger and fries at the airport would be about 20, 25 bucks. Just yeah, like, that's true. Just like basic that's true. burger and fries. Yeah. When you have a breakfast, it's 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's just bacon and eggs. It was probably good. I'm, I think the person said it was like the best burger they've ever, ever had in their life. Well, Lives, life. there you go. It's like super um, gourmet, gourmet. High end, high end. Say high everything, end, high end, high say end, everything gourmet, twice, gourmet, say everything gourmet. twice. Okay. Uh, I did it twice. Anyway. Not worth it. Not worth it, not worth it. Not worth it, Canada. Why buy it worth it anywhere else? <laughs> <laughs> that worked well. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. You know what, Jenny? When I think about that, when I think back at that moment, turns out the show started lackluster when we talked about present day life, and then we went for a trip down at the mall, and we got lively. Yep. Trip down memory lane at the mall. I think I, still, I think it's just day, really mellow in here right now. It is, and it's yeah. hot. I swear to God. And now to this day, when I walk in Champlain Place in Moncton, Dieppe, Paul Street, you know it. Nah. The house that style built, you know it. The house that style. I, that's it smells the same. Really? Actually, a lot. M- most malls smell the yeah, same. Yeah, they have a similar if smell. If I go to Rideau Center in Ottawa or whatever, I feel like when I worked at the mall, and then I look at the staff of any given restaurant or or not restaurant store, or and I'm jealous. It just seems simple. Yeah. Hmm? It really does. I mean, there's really good things about being your own business person, and then. There's yeah, a, yeah, the, life the, is great. We, we have but there's a other sucky life. things about it, you know? Yeah. We get to come on here every day and talk to our friends. Oh. Hello, friends. Friends. Franz. Yeah. Oh, okay. Daily Dose. Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose. 
daily dose. All your news from coast to coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. Oh, it's over. Okay. And here's your daily dose for Monday, February 1st. What, what? Thank you very much. All right. So. Here we are. There's this issue that an Ontario judge is trying to wrestle with and figure out how to deal with it. Because, you know, as uh, most judges have like precedented cases and such, but with this COVID thing, it's it's bringing up new situations that you don't know how to deal with. So I'll just break it down for you. There is a couple that have children together. They are no longer together, but they share three children. The uh, mother went to Newfoundland over Christmas with her three kids, and now they want to stay there. They'd rather stay in Newfoundland than go back to Ontario. So oh, they were yeah. in Ontario, and the father is all pissed, and he's bringing it to court. It's like the kids out of their mouths are like, I don't want to go back to Ontario right now because of the pandemic. Now, they don't even have to be in school right now. I don't know when that changes. I know that some schools... Kids are going back. But it's been extended, I think, right? Yeah, and I think probably you have options, too. But but this whole story is basically centered around mostly their youngest child, who's 13, who's having a lot of mental difficulties with the pandemic. He's terrified of getting sick. He's, he's uh, traumatized. He doesn't even want to use the bathrooms at school because he's scared he's going to get it. And, uh, you know, I can sympathize with this because I remember when I was that age, it's hard to be that age, 13, 12, 13. Some kids go through harder times. But anyway, so they're trying to figure out what to do. I don't know. The the man, the father is like, uh, so the mo- mother is like, well, we're just going to stay here until things get better. Because there's very few cases in Newfoundland, like very few. Yeah. It says here that the uh, disparities in COVID-19 case counts in the two provinces remain striking. Ontario logged 2,063 new infections and 73 virus-related deaths in Saturday's daily report, while Newfoundland recorded no new cases at all and had 16 active infections province-wide as of Saturday. Like, that's a huge difference. Yeah. So the kids just to get to hang out and even play sports and everything. So and but the father is like yeah he has rights too though I mean he does but it's selfish if the kids want to stay well kids sometimes they don't know what they want I'm sure if they eventually if they went back it's their dad I mean they'd be fine but you know when you don't want to leave you're like nah like you have to tell kids sometimes what the what yeah but what's in it for the kids they spend time with their father during formative years. What are they going to stay away for another year? Like who knows how long this is going to take. I don't know. I'm kind of on his side on this. Hmm, not me. It's, it's, he has rights to see his kids. I mean, imagine you were him. All of a sudden, your your ex takes him with the intention of sending them back shortly. Then she goes, you know what? We're, we're going to stay here. Yeah, but what if your youngest pissed. kid is like, terrified of it and, and dealing with some mental health issues and emotional well, distress. Well, he has to deal with that eventually. You can't just shelter him forever. Yeah, I know. But if you have the option to be in a, like a safe haven. You remember how good it felt to be here whenever there were all those cases back home? Yeah. It was nice. I don't know. This is a tough one. Well, you're, you're, you've got... That's what the, the father said, too. He said... 
that he she has to deal with it like she or he the kids have to deal with it they have to learn what anxiety is and how to and they would get over it within like two days of being home with their dad they'd be accepted but they don't want to leave now when you're a kid and you go to a friend's birthday party and your parents are like let's go home and you kick and scream because you don't want to it's so fun then you go home and it's like okay yeah we're here now it's fine i don't think it'd be like but hell for them to go the with pandemic. their father yeah but it's their dad hey yeah What? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm I'm kind of on his side here because. Well, if it, please tell us in the comments. Poor, gu- what poor you think. guy. It's like you I know. would like to know. Um, moving on to the next story. So he's just supposed to just be there and be like, okay, I won't see my kids for two years. I never. No one ever said two years, but you went to. Like, well, how long has have they been in Newfoundland? Only since Christmas. No. Oh. And and she said as soon as it. Uh, school goes back to normal and everything, they'll go back home. Well, then I don't know. Thank you. So they're still on his side. He should you know, still be able to see his kids when he like, especially if he has joint custody. Well, most people are working remotely, so maybe he could go there. Yeah. There's, uh, as everyone knows, and I'm sure everyone's heard, there's a, a rise in package theft. People stealing packages. On people's doorstops because Porch pirates, as they're mm-hmm. known, because people are ordering more things online. Did you know that doorbell cameras has all have also gained in popularity, and apparently there's security issues with that. Did you know that people can tap into? This is the crazy world we live in. That their internet connected cameras that come with those doorbells. People are tapping into that and and seeing inside people's houses. And seeing like their lives, and you don't even know. How are they seeing their lives when it's outside? Yeah, yeah, I know. I was wondering that too. That makes no sense. I don't know. They could see the driveway, like, but, but they, there's, if they there's no camera s- pointed inside, I mean, what, what do they have? Special powers that they can? No, but they. I didn't understand that either. But but watch for it because if you have, it says here. It says here, hold everything, guys. It says that, sorry, 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 sorry. I hate to take so long. Just one minute. At the time of the publishing, the website featured over 15. Oh, so there's this website where you can go and see. I knew I shouldn't have done the story because I didn't really understand it. I was hoping you understood it and knew more (laughs) about it. And then we could talk about it. But I didn't really understand how. But anyways, if you have one of those doorbells, careful. <laughs> oh, that's it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I could tell you more if you want, but it is it is a confusing yes, article. Go ahead. What? Let's finish the article because oh, I'm curious. Shit. Okay. Now, it says, <laughs> those who not know how to gain access to the cameras can easily intercept their live video streams and share them publicly. But it oh, doesn't... Oh, on camera. Yeah. Like on their computer cameras or... I guess. Is that what it is? Well, you're not live stream. I mean, the thing is pointed at your driveway, like outside. Experts warn the the internet connected cameras come with their own set of concerns. Like all smart devices, when used without enhanced security settings, the cameras are vulnerable to prying eyes. Maybe they can see when people leave the house and then go break in? I don't know. 
It doesn't take a hacker to intercept unprotected cameras, a lesson Calgary resident Bill Duros recently shed light on after discovering his own doorbell camera feed was being streamed on a website that features live security camera feeds from around the world. About six weeks ago, I had a package stolen from my porch, so I thought maybe I had a doorbell camera. Maybe if I had a doorbell camera, I should I could shame these people on Facebook like other people do. Duros told CTV News um, that it was really easy to set up. I did it in like 15 minutes, but then I was curious to see if my security was locked down enough. That's when I started investigating, came across some forums on Reddit, and found this website with all of these webcam feeds. His search led him to a Russian-based website, Insacam, Insacam, which curates live streams of unprotected security cameras around the world. The website even provides an estimated location of the camera based on its IP address. Right. So if you have security cameras in your house, maybe they can, but not necessarily just the ring video doorbell, because that just points out. I mean, they can't see inside your house with a ring video doorbell. Well, that's what I was curious about, too. At the time of publishing, the website featured over 15 video feeds from Toronto, 12 in Vancouver, and a handful in Halifax. There was one that was like a nanny cam. You could see the kids playing. There was another one in somebody's living room. So you could see them eating dinner or sitting down and watching TV. That's weird. Okay, so it's like it's like part of the same story, but separate thing. It's like okay, uh, ring video doorbells can get hacked, and they but uh, they can't watch you inside your house if that's all you have. Right, right. But if you have a similar kind of camera, but it's inside your house, then they could see that as well. Yeah, the art. It's just a way for the article to get into it. Like ring video do- doorbells well, are was popular because of porch pirates, but watch right. out, they can see you sleep. It's like a what? <laughs> a what? Well, you know what I was thinking it was? Was if you have an app for those that doorbell thing that that when you're looking at it, the camera can see in when you're looking at the the video. On your phone camera? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Anyway. Okay. So uh I guess this is something I hadn't heard of until now, but as the first COVID nineteen vaccines are rolled out across Canada, people have been raising the question of drinking alcohol and if it will affect people's immune response to the shot. Did you hear anything about that? No. And they say overall, no. I mean, when it comes to alcoholics and people who have alcoholism, obviously they're not going to let people who have severe alcoholism in these trials because they're already vulnerable and any results they would get back, they wouldn't be able to tell how hard it was on anyone's organs because they're already being so hard on their organs by drinking so much. Right. So they say overall, obviously don't reduce your, don't drink so much. You're affecting your, you know, you're going to be unhealthy. There's the vaccine is just not irrelevant almost because you're already unhealthy because you're drinking too much. Does that make sense? Like you're already unhealthy. It's not like the vaccine is going to, it's, it's not relevant. So it does cancel it out if you drink? No, it doesn't. Right. <laughs> I'm confused. It doesn't matter. You're okay. okay. If All you, right. if you drink, get the vaccine. Right. No matter what. This one is, I think you're going to like this story, Jules. Um, a, you know, PETA, people for the, the ethical... People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They tweeted earlier this week um, saying that they don't want people to 
call other humans a chicken, a rat, or a pig because it degrades the animals by applying negative human traits to them. (laughs) Do they not have bigger causes? Now now we have to be concerned with animal pronouns? No, come on. They say it reinforces the myth that humans are superior to other animals and justified in violating them. Stand up for justice by rejecting supremist language. The group listed oh alternative my God. <laughs> The group listed alternative words people could use such as lazy instead of sloth or jerk instead of snake. Oh my God. I don't want to live in this world anymore. The I tweet- want to move to the wo- so if you say chicken shit, excuse me? No, no, no. That's racist to the chickens. Call me human shit. <laughs> or scared shit. The tweet sparked backlash and ridicule online with one person responding, can I still call my, my boyfriend a tiger in bed or will that make humans feel sexually inferior? That's ridiculous. That's funny. That's cute. I guess what they're saying is that it is silly and everything, but language is often used... Yeah, but animals don't understand the language. It's not like you call someone chicken shit, a chicken's going to be like... They're saying that language... They they can't understand English. It's a great impression, by the way. Thank you. This is a ridiculous story. They say that language is often thought of as a tool for communication. For us only. It doesn't doesn't spill over to the animals. As, As a tool for describing and naming things, but it's much more than that. Advocacy groups recognize that language can help implement their Ugh. agendas and reach their goals. They were probably just wanting to get in the media because they wanted to sound crazy. Wow, my God. <laughs> so this is also, this is the last story in the Daily Dose, and I find it really cute, and I had pictures for it, but Julian didn't feel like putting them on. That's not true at all. You told me as I was starting the show and it wasn't loading on Facebook. I need time. We're in the woods. It takes the... There's this guy named uh, Matteo Faglia. Whoa, language. What? Faglia. Faglia. (laughs) Founded an association in 2015 for the preservation of a small centuries-old ubiquitous yet overlooked architectural feature in Florence, Italy. Is that not what the supplement we take? It's really cute. Ubiquitous. There's this ubiquitous. There's there's this really cute little. It's called a well. It's in Italian. It's called Le Bouchette del Vino, and it's a wine window, and it's it's actually in the building, like of of a house or a palace. There's this window that you can put a glass of wine for people. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's cute, and mm. now it's had this this uh, resurgence because of the need for f- physical distancing. They, they do and that on said, the Alberta-Montana border. It's uh, Or no, was it the Manitoba border? It's a meth window. Oh, my God. Remember the bust we did it on Friday? Yes, but way to darken and cynici- put some cynicism in this cute story. Whoops, yeah. I dropped the wine glass. Excuse me, could I have another glass? I pushed it in instead of grabbing can, it by accident. Can you do it in an Italian accent, actually? Because I'm assuming you're in Florence. I don't know. Can you say it in English with a Fran- an Italian accent? What am I doing again? Um, well, you just broke your... Hey, uh, mamma mia. Wait, PETA. This would be racist towards... Uh, what's an Italian animal? Uh, mamma mia. I push the glass inside instead of pulling it and drinking it. Uh, <laughs> could I have another? Uh, 
Can I have another? That got all English there at the end. <laughs> Can I have another? Anyways, so now there has to be physical distancing. Also, they're trying to bring some cheer to Florence's semi-deserted... Uh, do you have a mask? And Can you bring me the uh, the glass of the warrior mask? So sorry. Will there be more? Or should I continue? Probably. Let's be real. You know me by now. So it's this, it's Florence's semi-deserted cobblestone streets, uh, bars, bistros, and even um, gelaterias are uh, are once again pushing open the wooden doors of their bouchette and selling everything from glasses of Chianti to ice cream. How cute! It's been very delightful to see the rediscovery of these very particular Florentine windows. And you know what's cool about it is, um, looking back in, back in history, Bouchette, those wine windows, began appearing in the 1400s. Crazy, eh? Mm-hmm. When Cosimo de Medici, a banker and rule, ruler of Florence, appeased the nobles whose power he had usurped by granting them the right to sell the wine they produced in the hillside surrounding Florence, tax-free from their homes. Hey, Casamoro Medici, is there a tax on these uh, wine that I just break? Sorry. <laughs> Are you? I feel like your impression is like a racist. Sebastian Menescalco a little bit. Oh. Yeah, but he's Italian. He can do that. He's Why great. is that okay for me to do an Italian accent? But if I do, say, a Cantonese. Do you think it's because they're not oppressed? Are the Chinese oppressed? Hmm. It's a good question that I don't want to dive into. Yeah. Um,. While Florence's <laughs> nobility were keen for the profits, Falia says that they were less thrilled with the idea of welcoming lower class, lower classes and drunken people into their homes, which is likely why the windows were devised. When the listen to this, when the bubonic plague struck Florence in 1630, the desire for class distancing morphed into the need for physical distancing. And then right after the Black Plague in 1634, which is only four years after the Bubonic Plague, that would have sucked to live back then. 1630, there was the Bubonic Plague, and then 1634, there was the Black Plague. No, thank you. Do you think when the Black Plague came along, people were like, hey, this is a conspiracy from the government. (laughs) I will not wear my mask. (laughs) Um, There was, uh, what else? I don't know. Almost 200 of the 100 of wine windows remained scattered throughout Florence after their use for selling bottles of wine died out in the 19th century. They were used as spaces to put food or clothing for the poor. And in the 1950s, for the sale of single wine glasses, today most are found on palaces, converted into apartments. Crazy, eh? That there's like palaces now have apartments in them or publicly owned buildings. Think anyway. how many units you could have at Downton. Think of it, guys. Anyway, look up wine windows, you guys. To have a picture of the story. That's your daily dose for today. Look, <laughs> way to rub in the fact that I didn't. <laughs> anyway, do uh, some homework. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. Oh my God, I'm not dancing. Coast to coast. Headlines from Jen Graham. I'm so sorry. <sighs> What's the matter for you? You don't uh, you don't uh, dance during uh, the. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, oh gosh. 
Well, we'll be back tomorrow with more energy. Yeah. It's all right. It's fine. You know what? I bet we'll hear this. We'll hear that if we if we were to go back and hear this, we wouldn't think it was such low energy. You know what? You're right. We're good enough. We're smart enough. And dog garnet, I like us. I like us too, Jenny. And you know what else I like? Gringos. To to remind people that this episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is brought to you by Gringos Blazing Sauces. Yeah, go to gringosblazingsauces.com. That's G-R-I-N-G-O-S-B-L-A-Z-I-N-G-S-A-U-C-E-S dot C-O-M. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was so obnoxious. <laughs> gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection. And it is wide of the best small batch salsas and hot sauces and charcuterie jellies, grilling and barbecue sauces that you will ever put in your wet little mouth. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Wet little mouth. <laughs> Chef owned and operated, so they all use nothing but the best hand-selected freshest ingredients. And they... Um, are you, did you take a sleeping pill or something? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you get that really good balance between heat and flavor every single time with every single bite. Gringosblazingsauces.com. <laughs> They're based out of Ottawa and they ship all over North America. And if you live in Canada and order over $40, well, you get free shipping on that bad boy. That's right, Gringo's Blazing Sauces. On top of that, listeners of this program get an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5. No way. Way Garth. Oh my God, you look so tired right now. Why? I slept 10 hours. Maybe you slept too much. That happens. I was in the mall world. (laughs) Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Do it today. Okay. Ooh, sick fade. <laughs> sick fade, bro. That sounds like a haircut. Like, sick fade. You know, you get the fade on the sides. I do. I do. I should get a fade, like an undershave fade. Like, I would lift this. Oh, my God, please don't. Like an undershave, but fade. Since I'm your hairdresser, I'm not going to approve that. <sighs> Just joking. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I can't, though. Yes, you can. I could when I worked at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> And the thing is, if you went back to the mall and tried to chase that, you'd never get it. Oh, I'd be depressed. I'd be like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. I'm working at the mall. That's why I prefaced by saying, if you are of age. (laughs) If you're of age, let me remind you or tell you or encourage you, rather. Sorry, I'm a little bit tired, so I might repeat myself. So off-putting that inhale. Listen. Okay. If you're of age, it's so between, relaxing. Between 18 and 28 years old. 28. That'd be the cutoff. After that, it's weird. That's even a little. Do yourself, do anyway. yourself a favor and go work at the mall. Just your local, <laughs> not a strip mall. It's got to be a mall with a food court. I like this whole angle. An indoor mall where you can build a sense of community and a sense of worth, self-worth and self-love at the mall. <laughs> For lunch, you can go to New York Fries. Oh my God. You can go get a hot dog. 
You can go to Manchu Walk. Manchu Walk? You can go. Did you eat there? Of course. Once you work at the mall for a few years, you work. You eat everywhere? You eat everywhere. And that's what I want to talk to you about is the selection. That's what I want to talk to you about. Of food when you're on your break. Hey, what about that guy? Remember that guy you were going to do? There's no difference between pita pit or... (laughs) Treats. Grab Pita yourself pit. a muffin uh, for lunch. Why not? There are no rules when you work at the mall. Go to Pizza Delight, <laughs> get a slice. Pizza or Delight. Or go to Manchu Walk A and W. Even though you've had it for breakfast, you can have it twice a day because you work at the mall. And Treat you're only yourself. 18. It's the best time of the year of no your one, life. No one cares about cholesterol. Never ever will it be that good again when you work at the mall. You peeked you at the mall. Discounts from your friends that work at American Eagle and you can then, then once again, after your shift, why not <laughs> grab a few friends and grab a slice on your way out you know the people working at pizza <laughs> oh God, delight the worst diet ever and just go have some 18 year old fun or 23 year old fun or whatever age between 18 and 28 that you're working at the mall life is good <laughs> you want a pair of shoes go to sport check and talk to keith that you've befriended keith is that a real guy he'll give you his discount 40 percent off Oh my god. There's no way it was that much. For staff? 40? At Sport Check staff? I mean, he'd give you his discount. That's the premise. I mean, you're taking us out of the song here. With sorry, sorry. Literal, I'm so sorry. Like, 40? <laughs> this is the thing. You can it. get goop at the body shop goop. on your break. You can go change and get a nice, worn down, checkered plaid shirt at American Eagle with the number 77 on it for some reason I don't know what that is was it founded in 77 maybe I don't know there's a lot of 77s at American Eagle you can go to Dynamite and get something Dynamite some weird pair of slacks for the woman in your life because I think that's all they sell there work at the mall if you can trust me Friend a mall walker or two in the morning and try to get in their will. You never know. <laughs> you could stumble across some riches after you leave your job at the mall. Though that could pay off. What you want to do is look for the mall walker with the best shoes. <laughs> They're usually really white with a thick sole. Spongy because they've got hip issues. They say you like their smell. Oh my god. Right. I don't know where I'm going with this. That's enough. Yeah, I was going to do Jason Silva. I forgot. And I'll do some of that tomorrow. Okay. I'll give you the chance to. Oh, solo. Mall! <laughs> yeah! Anyway, I'll. Um, Aldo! Claire accessories! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Jason Silva. Shit, I forgot. Oh, well, there's always tomorrow. How could I forget? We'll watch some videos today, Jen, because I want you to try and get into it. Okay. Okay. All right, everybody. That's our time. That's our time. We're tired. 
Good night. I hope you weren't looking to get pumped up today, guys. Thanks, everybody, for watching. This has been a disaster. No. I, I'm being We're kidding. Lovely. We're lovely and god darn it, gosh darn it, dag nab it. Oh. I don't need to know. Oh, I have to think of my laces. Okay, thank you for watching, everybody. We are the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. There's Jen Grant over there. I love you. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Oh, this week we're on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, off Thursday, Friday. So we'll see you tomorrow. Hopcap Comedy Festival. Uh, you can watch virtually, so if you're wherever you're watching this from, you can watch us do stand-up comedy this coming weekend. We'll post links to the shows and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, that's it. We'll see you tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning, bright and er nearly. Nearly. Bright and gnarly. Bright and gnarly. Oh, you're really tall right now. I know. Wow. I just sat up. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you tomorrow. Until then, watch your head. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. A beautiful waste of time Time.